Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Today I want to talk with you about something that I have found to be a challenge periodically throughout my life, especially once I became a mom, and that is being consistent with reading our Bible and just finding the time to make our relationship with the Lord a priority. I want to share with you some different tips that I have found that have been really helpful and then also a little bit of some mindset shifts that I have found around this idea of doing like a daily devotional or something like that that I've just found beneficial to allow me to be more consistent with spending time with Jesus. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Hey mama, do you feel like you are constantly struggling with negative thoughts or you have this desire to pray scripture over your family and to fill your mind with good and godly things, but you just feel like you don't know where to start. You feel like you don't have the time to sit down and really decide what it is that you want to pray over your family and fill your heart and your mind with. Well, I want to help you out with that. I have a free guide that is my Bible-based declarations that I use on a daily basis to fill my heart and my mind with scripture, to speak truth over my family. I have in the show notes below a link where you can sign up to get your own scripture-based declarations that's going to give you a starting place for making this consistent effort to think on the good and godly things in your life and also to begin memorizing and praying scripture over your family. So go ahead and grab that on the link below in the show notes and I hope you enjoy it. If you're like me, you just like you have this desire to be consistent with like a, doing some kind of devotional or daily daily reading your Bible, being consistent with prayer, just fellowshipping with the Lord. I mean, that really is as a Christian, that's what it is. It's about a relationship with Jesus. So as followers of Jesus who have trusted him for our salvation, obviously we want to have that time of fellowship with him. I know for me, whenever I am actually consistent with spending time with Jesus, I just notice such a difference in my mindset, in my attitude, in my patience with other people, my compassion, all of those different things. I'm sure you have experienced that as well. But whenever you are a busy mom, so like I've shared before, I had four kids in three and a half years. On top of that, Several of my kids have had like speech delays. They've had health issues. I have my own health issues. There's just this list of things that make it really challenging sometimes to be consistent with having some kind of daily devotional and daily prayer time. And it's something that I have come up against many times in my life. It's something that I want to be a priority in my life. And so I have really had to get creative with figuring out how to be consistent in this area And I'll be honest, sometimes even with all of these things, I'm still not consistent. There are times when I get really busy and I realize it's been a few weeks since I have spent time in God's word, which I'm not okay with. And so I have to, again, just evaluate myself and 
bring it back to what are these foundational things that I know I can do. So I just want to go ahead and get started with those. And actually, kind of what I want to share first does have to do a little bit more with a bit of a mindset shift around a daily devotional and also like daily prayer and those types of things. So often we have, or at least in churches I grew up in, we were taught like you have to get up first thing in the morning and you have to get your reading done, you know, do your prayer time. You need to place the Lord as the first priority. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you have children, if you have small children, if you are up multiple times a night with a child, if you have, have a child who as soon as you start your day, they immediately need your care. There are just so many different things that can often make it very hard for that to actually be a reality in our life as busy moms, as moms parenting our special needs children. And so what I have found to be extremely helpful is to just ditch the shame that comes with this notion that I have to do it first thing in the morning or I have failed. I just don't believe that anymore. I do think that the Lord wants me to make him a priority. And I do think if I can do it first thing in the morning, that's great. But if I am not able to, I am not going to make myself feel bad or try to feel like somehow I'm a failure at this or I didn't get it right. I am just going to figure out where in my day can I invest some time in my relationship with the Lord and where can I just figure out some kind of spot to plug that in that maybe it doesn't look the same as a traditional like what someone else would say is the right thing to do. But I just firmly believe that Jesus meets us where we're at. Jesus is not surprised by my life circumstances. And quite frankly, not only is he not surprised, but in so many of these things, I know that he has chosen these things for me for so many different reasons. And so for me, I just feel like he's not upset with me. Like he knows my heart. He knows that I have a desire to be in relationship with him. And so I don't get hung up anymore on the time of day that that happens. And I have just learned to be flexible. You know, my days can look so different. There may be a day where I'm able to do it first thing in the morning. And then other times I may have a child who is really struggling. And it is more of a struggle for me to be consistent. And I just have chosen to obviously place the Lord as a priority. I'm not saying that it's like we just say we make excuses for why we're not having time for a relationship with him. That's not what I mean. But I'm saying having flexibility about when it happens, and what it looks like. So this kind of goes into my next part, which is the what it looks like. And, you know, it could be that you're sitting down for an hour every morning and you have like your devotional and you have like you're reading the Bible through in a year plan and you're spending 30 minutes in prayer. That may be what you're able to do. And if so, that's extremely great and that's wonderful. And it may be that there's a season of your life where you're able to do that. But then there could also be a season where you're not and you're finding yourself even struggling to sit down at all and make time. And this is where, especially whenever my children were very small and I had so many babies, honestly, like babies and very young toddlers, what I found to be extremely helpful for me was if nothing else, I would listen to the Bible in un, unlike one of my Bible apps. So there's a couple that I like. Um, there's the Bible U version. There's also Dwell. I really like Dwell because you, you can pick whichever version you want and then you can play calming music and actually listen to the Bible be read to you along with this calming music, which I find extremely soothing. And On top of that, you can also pick like the different voices that you want. And I just really like it. I think it's a very nice resource. 
It's something I've used before and I really enjoy it. But either way, you could use one of those options or if you have another option, I used to do this where I was actually trying to read my Bible through in a year, but I was struggling to get in all of the reading as far as sitting down and reading it. Because again, I had small children. We were running to therapies all the time. Actually, that year we were on this insane therapy schedule where I was just like spending hours just taking, stopping, going, taking this kid, taking that kid, picking this kid up. It was just insane. And so what I would do is I would actually just listen to the uh, chapters that I needed to read for that day while I was driving kids to therapy. And typically, this may not be the case for you, but my kids are actually typically quiet in the car. So it was actually worked out better for me than if I were to, for instance, pop in earbuds at home and try to listen to it at home while keeping up with the kids. Because my kids are actually a lot louder. I've mentioned before, I have several sensory seekers. So they're typically like trying to climb on stuff. They're looking for some kind of sensory input that is just, it can get loud. And so typically when they're in the car, they're in their car seats, it's just a lot quieter. So it was actually easier for me to have focused time of really absorbing what I was hearing. But again, I didn't necessarily have the time to sit down and do like a Bible study, but I was still at least getting that that scripture poured into me while I was also still caring for my family. And the same with praying, praying for people as I was driving kids to and from therapy, praying. I mean, I love to go out in my garden, take care of stuff and pray for people then. I just think getting creative with how this looks for you And like I said, just being flexible, but trying to figure out these little nuggets of time where you can spend with the Lord. I think it can go a long way. It goes a lot further than we even actually realize, especially whenever we start to make these things into habits by doing them consistently over time. Another thing that I think is super great, which again, this kind of depends on your season of life and also specifically what you have going on with your children But um, I would say another thing is to look for like group interaction with Bible study. And there's actually several reasons why I think this is really great. It's because really, again, like I've talked about so many times, you're able to build community by going to either an in-person or an online Bible study. You're interacting with people. You're building friendships that way. Also, I find a lot of times it's a great place for you to practice vulnerability and practice sharing and practice building that connection with people and just being authentic and honest about what's going on in in your life. And so I have found that to be extremely helpful. And I also find that it actually really does help with that accountability area of kind of pushing us to be consistent with spending time in the Bible, where a lot of times we get so busy, or at least I do, you know, in those times where I realize it's been a few weeks since I've spent time in the word, it's because I get so busy doing the doing life, like caring for my home, caring for my kids, trying to connect with my husband, all of these different things. And so I have found for me, at least, having some kind of group where we're sharing, where we're working through some kind of specific study, it just helps with that accountability of like, oh yeah, I'm going to this class on this day, or I'm meeting with these people online on this day. And so I need to go ahead and get my stuff done so that I'm ready to go and I have something to share and to contribute to the study. So I have just found that, like I said, you could either do it online or in person or both. I've done both. Actually, I'm just finishing up an online one 
and I've, I'm doing an in-person one as well right now. And I just find it has been so helpful for me. It's also just a great way to kind of find some time, like carve out some time for yourself outside of motherhood and caring for your home, which is extremely important. And while yes, going and getting your nails done can be super relaxing, I just find that this kind of self-care is much more long-lasting and it does help with building those connections with people, which really is what we need, especially if we are at home caring for our kids all the time. A lot of times we can get very isolated and we start to feel very closed in and alone. And so I just find kind of breaking up that monotony of caregiving can be very, very beneficial. And then the last thing that I would say is actually just building worship into your day. This has been so helpful for me as a very busy mom is just learning to worship the Lord in the little things. Worship the Lord as I do the things that he has called me to do, as I care for the people that he has allowed into my life and doing that as a form of worship to him. And this is going to look different for each of us. Like I said, you know, for me, walking out in the garden and just admiring the beauty of nature and of God's creation and then spending time praying for people or, you know, I'll listen to worship music while I'm out there and just (laughs) just have a good time worshiping the Lord. I think for each of us, this looks so different because our lives look so different. The things that we enjoy, the things that help us to feel closer to the Lord looks so different. Where for me, I feel very close to the Lord when I am out in nature because I am admiring the beauty of everything that he has created. And it does make me just want to worship him because of how amazing and awesome he is and how he has given us just these beautiful things that we get to enjoy every single day. Some other ways are listening to worship music in your house, having it playing in the background, singing worship songs with your kids, you know, taking five minutes to do a little Bible story with your kids. There's a Bible for Kids app that my kids love to do. Like we'll do just a short, you know, they're only a few minutes long Bible story and then we'll talk about it. Just taking those times to be like intentionally inviting the Lord into your home and spending those time, that time educating your children and just helping them to learn more about the Lord and to grow in him. You know, encouraging them with good godly music that is worshiping the Lord. I also think another great thing is just spending time meditating on God's word. And this kind of falls into the area of if you feel like you don't have time to read the Bible through in a year or to sit down and do like a 15 minute devotional, even just picking one verse a week making that your verse for the week, writing it on post-its all over your house, sticking them places, and then just making that the focus of your week, of your day, is that whatever that verse is that you picked out. Spending that time, even helping your kids with it, you know, you might have to shorten it depending on their age and developmental level, but even if it's just a few words long, but just making that verse kind of the focus of your week is a great way that doesn't also doesn't require a lot of time. But it is that intentionality of putting God's word in our heart and focusing on it. And then I also think just practicing a heart of worship in everything we do. So, you know, like I said earlier, as we're out in nature, appreciating what God has done, appreciating how amazing and awesome he is, caring for our kids. Are we doing it with intentionality? Are we doing it with compassion? Are we showing up for our kids and caring for them in a way that reflects our Heavenly Father and how He cares for us? Are we interacting with everyone around us in a way 
that reflects our Heavenly Father and how he cares for them. These things can be ways of growing us to be more like Jesus, but also of us just worshiping the Lord and honoring him and what he has done in our lives and letting that flow out to those around us. And then I also think, you know, just in the daily things of cooking meals and cleaning the house, we can do all of those things and still find gratitude in the moment and find time, like find the thing in the moment that just makes us go, wow, God, you're so good. So for me, it could be because it took us so long to have kids. And yeah, there's rough days. But in the middle of those rough days or in the middle of picking up toys, I could say, thank you, Lord, that I have this because I know for so long I wasn't sure that I would. And I know how much you answered prayers in my life in order for this to be a reality. And so it's just finding those moments in the in the little things and the things that seem so mundane and finding God's hand in those and then praising him for that in those moments. I would love to hear from you. What is it that you do? Do you struggle with this consistency? Is there something that you have found that is extremely helpful for you in just showing up and being consistent in growing your relationship with Jesus? What has helped you in this area? I would love to hear from you. And I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that it maybe gave you some new resources or even just a different way to look at things. And I hope that it's encouraged you. So I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.